check it out, hey, 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 Hello. Hello. Ah. Am the nuclear knucklehead. And I'm coming to you live from the very tip top. Crawford Mountain and up here up here at the top of Crawford Mountain I get a whole other different perspective yeah it's a whole different view of here You know, it's nice to be able to walk around, look down at the world, and just see the crazy. It's like I'm looking at a insane asylum. Well, you got to be careful of the crazy inmates. I mean, they look like me sometimes, but they sure don't act like me. Thank goodness. Well, here we are. Wrapping up old October. Scare-tobble. Scarable-tober. Cancelvania. And now, Elon Musk. Done went and bought the Google and or the Twitter rather and uh, people think that's good. Think it's great. And it, it mostly is because uh, you know I look on there and I usually just see a bunch of left wing propaganda. Like watching Obama talk about crime in America's not this administration's fault. 
It was the last guy. President Trump's fault. That's whose fault it is. And, you know, I almost agree with him, kinda, sorta, because when America was burning, Trump was president. Trump could have done something. He could have put the smack down on the people, burning, killing, raping, torturing. Being menaces to society. He could have, but he didn't. He let America burn too. Of course, that's just, you know, my opinion. I am a nuclear knucklehead, so you could take that thought with a little bit of. You know, uh, grain of sand, grain of salt, however that is, but yeah. People still, they love that Trump dude. You know, but I got enough time to wonder about the left and to worry about Trump so much. You know, we had old, uh, Nancy Pelosi's old man he uh called the police on his friend David when the police get there turns out his friend David has a hammer Paul Pelosi has a hammer they could both be in underwear and there's a third person somewhere. And that was blamed on Trump. Isn't that funny? Paul Pelosi's could be boyfriend. Hanging out with each other in the underwear. And somehow that's Trump's fault. I mean, I got plenty to blame on Trump. But I guess if you want to, you can still say that is Trump's fault because he let the country burn. I mean, he said not nice things about people. You know, he sit and watch prosecutors not prosecuting. He could have done something about that. He sit there and he watched them let them all out of jail. He could have done something about that. Well, I know my occasional Trump fan that listens to me probably won't like that but it's true tell me I'm wrong 
but we know a true Trump fan probably has given up on me a long time ago. But, you know, if I had to choose between Trump and Pelosi, of course I'd pick Trump. I don't know why, just otherwise I wouldn't, I wouldn't pick Pelosi. I mean, I would literally pick a dog turd if it could get up and walk around. I'd be like, you know what, I'd let the dog turd have a go at it. He couldn't possibly do any worse, right? But, <clears throat> like I said, this is all just a big old flim-flam since the beginning. You know, all the way back to the Garden of Evil. Or Eden. Oh my. You know, I guess it must have been the Garden of Evil when Satan was there. Telling the first lie. Telling the second lie. Getting old, poor Eve. All tore up. But he's been trying since then. And I don't know how long that's been. You know, they say it's been 2,000 years since Jesus walked on the water. So I imagine the old devil being around a lot longer than that. You know what I mean? And that whole time, he was doing things. God had to destroy the whole world except for Moses and his kids and family. That's how bad it got. You know, we really don't know what was going on. We know that there were giants in those days and Noah was the last righteous man or the only righteous man. And then everything goes drown the whole world then the Tower of Babel come along you know you've listened to me you know how much that interests me the whole entire Bible they all knows us as kids and grandkids <clears throat> going to make a tower to get to heaven I don't know why you know, I read the King James. The Holy Bible doesn't really say. You can get into some other things like Enoch and, and get a more of a origin story on some of that. So they say they were trying to get to God to destroy him. I didn't really catch that in the Bible. No matter what version I read. You know, by that time, 
Lucifer was getting kicked out of heaven. Right? Now I always heard that Lucifer got kicked out and he took one third of the angels with him. And that's another thing. I never found that in the King James version or some of the other ones. I saw about, you know, the dragon and one third of the stars. But I think that was, could be something else. I don't know. I know when you get into Enoch and things like that, that'll tell you that that was Satan get kicked out and he took one third of the angels with him. I really have a hard time with the devil being able to, or I guess Lucifer at the time, being able to talk uh, that many people into doing anything. I mean, he... He talked to the old uh, Eve, you know, but that was just one person that didn't know any better. I mean, she knew God. But I don't know if Eve knew God the way angels knew God. And I guess angels, I never really heard any of them being a woman. I mean, I'm not saying there weren't any. You know, if he made the angels first, and then he made Adam, and then he made a woman, I doubt he had women angels. But, you know, I could be wrong. But anyway... But point is, is all that really we're led up to the point where we're talking about Paul Pelosi in his underwear with an illegal alien from Canada who's definitely a little loony toony in the old brainy. But then again, is he? I mean, he's in San Francisco. Home of the Sanctuary State, Sanctuary City. All are welcome, felons. You know, and then they lump in, like, LGBT with that. And then it's like an MS-13. They're welcome there. I saw a little sign, so it must be true. So you got this homeless guy or living in a bus guy, a little yellow bus, actually. Thank you, uh, Kamala Harris. She loves yellow school buses. And I guess old David uh, did too. David De Pepe. Canadian. Down here illegally. Then, you know, I, I hear that and I'm like, okay. For some reason, I don't think of Canadians as illegal aliens. And I don't know why. Somehow I'm not offended 
by an illegal alien from Canada? Is there something wrong with me about that? Or, how about you? How do you feel about that? You know, it's not like your opinion's in the majority because you my friend. You, you know I love you. I love you. A bushel and a peck. A bushel and a peck and a hug around the neck. I love you because you are rare. And it took all the whole universe for you to be here. For you to be put together in your mama's belly and put out, made your way. You got your podcast listening device and you got my silly uh, thoughts coming at you. You know, I'm kind of like the voice of reason. And I'm always up for debate. There's actually a liberal out there or somebody who just would like to hop on with me. We can make that happen. I promise you it's not a threat. It's, you know, we can make it happen. And I would love to have somebody with a different opinion from me on here. Because, uh, I'm going to go with this. Go with the birth. The birth of Bowley. Funky Funk 68. But, so here you are, rare. And here we are. They've been working this whole time. You know how God took all that to make you. And they just want to take what they, you know, they, God's creation and, and try to make something unholy. That's how I look at a lot of these people. Unholy. You know, you saw me with Devin, what was his name? Dylan. Anyway, the guy got some, you know, a hundred some days as being a girl so far. Had a problem with people looking at his bump and being like, hey man, girls don't have a bump like that. Well, you know, some girls have a penis. No! You see what I'm saying? These people are just ate up with stupid. You know, I can't fix stupid, but I can fix what stupid did. Now, I'm sitting here at the top of Crawford Mountain. There's not a whole lot I can do unless I got a big old bag of cash. I don't know, I guess I could go... Go to D.C. and go all Jesus on them. Turn over a couple tables... And then get beat to death. Beat till I'm almost dead. Put up on a cross and killed. They couldn't even wait for him to die. They just went ahead and poked his side. 
Huh. I just thought of something, but I'm not going to say it out loud right now. But it had to do when I said they poked him in his, in his side. But, because uh, they did do that, because Jesus died for our sins, we won the war right then and there. A lot of our worrying and things like that kind of went out the window. If you got to like the real faith kind of thing. So you don't have to worry about what Satan has in store. Because it's just some kind of... It's like the bad guy that can never win, right? He might have a few good days, but he couldn't ever win. Because he can win all the battles. All of them. Every one of them. But the war was decided... When Jesus died on the cross, everything changed. That's when you got you some superpowers. You know, I got God, and I got Jesus, and uh, I've always felt like I've had superpowers. And then, uh, I was listening to the old Let's Get Jacked Up with old Tim and Mr. Jack himself and I think a guy named Corey. Anyway, Jack said his goal was to be the bad guy. The baddest of bad guys. He will work his way up through the club of evil and be like a John Wick. Probably not the kind of John Wick that you root for, probably. But then he found God. Isn't that cool? So his goals changed. And he become reborn. Newborn. And that's something uh, it even come up today about me, you know. Were you reborn? Were you newborn? I'm like, no. No, and a lot of people have an issue with that when I tell them that. Like, what's your testimony? I'm like, I don't have a testimony. Uh, why is it so hard to believe when I say I was born and raised in a church in a church family you know I came out of my mom and by the end of the month I was in church with my mama and my papa and my aunts and of course a bunch of other people I didn't know but I also had some family in there too and uh, I don't ever remember not believing in God or Jesus I don't you know my testimony is okay well I was born you know my mama took me to church and she kept me there 
And I got it. I mean, I understood. I mean, I was baptized at 10. I got it. I would have been baptized earlier, but they're like, no, you can't, we can't baptize you. <clears throat> but I also felt like I didn't really need to be baptized. But it was kind of like a, at 10, I know that's kind of crazy to think about. But at 10, I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I need baptized, but it'll make them feel better if I am. I'm like, I don't really know what you're all talking about. You found Jesus. You, you all have known me my whole life. At that time, the people in my church. What makes you think I just found him today when I was 10? And I never have not known God or Jesus. So, you know, my life was a little different because, you know, I was in a bad situation, but I was also had God and Jesus. So I knew there were promises, I guess, from God to me. And my faith will get me through anything, and it has. You know, without getting in creepy things that could go on before you you should have creepy things going on in your life you know at 8 years old I could stand up in front of the adult I wouldn't cuss him or anything like that but I knew God had my back and of course most people don't like to beat the ever loving crap out of an 8 year old thank goodness It's not like I'm a perfect Christian by any means. No, I don't even like call myself Christian. You know, my whole goal the whole time I've been growing up, I wanted to be like Jesus. I wanted to be exactly like Jesus. But you know, at 10 years old, I was still punching people in the face. I mean, I knew about God and Jesus. Don't get me wrong. I believed every bit of it. But I also was in a neighborhood where people didn't care what you believed. And I found it was just easier to punch them in the nose than try to convert them. And, I, you know, like I said, my violence was not really violent. And then again, I was a kid at my most violent. But I also lived in a world where you had to establish the pecking order and I wasn't going to be at the bottom of the pecking order. Uh, most of the time I like to take the long way around. Sometimes straight through is what you need to do. But most always I love taking the long way around anywhere. Love to take the long way. Most people don't. You know, I like to take the long way and find other ways. Like I said, I'm not a path follower as much as a trailblazer. I could go show you some trails I've done, like out in Oregon. 
know some places that I cut a little bit. I try not to leave a trail as much as make my own trail. And sometimes that would be like getting down on my bear- belly and crawling underneath a briar bush. Yeah. Crawl right underneath it. When I was out in the woods, that's what I'd do. I'd crawl right through it. I wouldn't go around it sometimes. The long way around the briar bushes do it. But that was when I, at one point, thought that I, I think those things are those old briar bushes and blackberry bushes that they were um, alive and that they were uh, meat eaters. Like, you know, I had enough intelligence when I went in how to get out. You know, I didn't mind pulling the briars and the thorns off of me. I think that's part of the reason why I'm so healthy today is from all those scrapes from all those thorns and all those cuts from nettle and stinging grass bee stings hornet stings and you know a few snake bites not from poisonous you know I've been lived by like black snakes and even had a green snake latch on to me one time when I was just like standing there looking at it. It's like right in my little that little pocket between your thumb and your index finger. Your pointing finger, that little sweet spot there. I was like, wow, and that snake was pissed. Yeah. Nope. Things like that, I think, made me healthier. But it all goes back to being believing in God. You know, because when I was doing those things, I was usually alone. Being out in the woods, on your belly, underneath a briar bush. Not a lot of people can do that. That ain't quite hiking. You know, I could get underneath there and hang out and find a little sweet spot in those things where it was like a a opening to a large room in a cave. It was weird sometimes. One of my favorite things to go through is the wild rose bushes. There's nothing like walking up on a, you know, a 50 foot rosebush shrub you know maybe 150 feet around it or something like that and then crawling through it maybe more it can be really long sometimes those is when I was doing growing uh, things out in the woods those are places I would go I would go crawl through those and see what was on the other side and see what I could find and I could usually find a good spot I'm like, well, ain't nobody come through here. Probably ain't no deer. I need back there. And I remember, buddy, my, what are you going to do with all your money? I'm like, my money? From what? Well, you know, when we sell this. I'm like, oh, no, I'm, I'm not selling mine. I mean, I might sell a little bit 
for pay off some little bills that I accrued from different people while I was doing this, but otherwise, I'm bagging it up, baby. I'm keeping it, all of it. I was like, selling it? That's eh, mostly illegal. But I gave a lot of it away. Back in my day, you know what? And I still got friends that weren't my friend until I gave them a bunch of that. And they were like, oh, really? Free? I'm like, yeah, man, it's mine. Or I had friends of mine that grew up and gave it to me. Like here. Really? I did have some cool friends. But even the old cool friends, you know, they were ambitious. I never was really ambitious. Like, I'm glad I wasn't a guy in the story about the parable getting a dollar and going out and getting more in return. Because I probably would have put it in my pocket and kept it there until he got back and be like, here you go, dude. I don't know why you gave that to me. All it did was just take up room. I had to carry it around. Worry about your money because it's not my money. But you take care of it. But I get the point of the parable. Don't get me wrong, but that probably would have been me in the day boss man that's another thing well I'm your boss I'm like dude you ain't my boss you're my hobby this is a hobby for me anything I do is a hobby is that kind of weird too it's like when I was dishwashing guy acted like that was a real job like man I don't make enough money with this job to pay for rent eat smoke this that or the other it's all natural it's a hobby gotta have other things God helps God God helps God for me is a different thing you know I had some a uh, couple people I know dealing with depression and of course giving people advice on how to deal with depression is I don't know most people can't listen to it. they gotta they gotta walk that off I never really had to deal with depression you know I could get sad or have anxiety but I was a quick turnover on that it could be a couple minutes to a couple hours it was never days not ever yeah some of my friends were like uh, how you do that 
So I remember uh, having a girlfriend break up with me. And no doubt I had it coming. But it was a long relationship and ooh. I was in love but maybe probably not. Or I probably would have been more better. You know. Been more worthy of her. I suppose. But uh. I remember I sat there. Had a bottle of Absolute pulled out of the freezer that I kept for happy occasions, but this wasn't. But anyway, I knew it was over, and I was crying. I wasn't boo-hoo crying, just was running through my head, whole thing, whole situation, you know. And I knew, I knew I was not worthy of her, especially at that time. And she's moved on way past me this point but I had a few shots of the old bottle drinking out of it ice cold absolute vodka I think I chased it with a little bit of sweet tea maybe an hour sit on that couch and my buddy was just worried about me and finally I was like, alright man, I'm good. I've worked this out, you know. Well maybe y'all can get back together. I'm like, no. No, I don't believe so. Because I knew I was not worthy. You know, I love her, yeah. She loved me, yeah. But I wasn't. I wasn't worthy. And... I was happy with that. You know, and I wasn't, I couldn't be worthy of her. I don't think I, at that time I knew I couldn't become worthy of her. But being coming worthy of her wasn't really my goal in life. It was, uh, you know, like I knew at that point I really, also needed to get right with God again because uh, I knew I shouldn't be acting like that if I was a little more in tune with God because you get out of tune and I wouldn't say I was I wasn't down the wrong path wasn't like I was dabbling I was just say I was a little more me you know there's me and then there's knowing and uh so, when I did, I wasn't long. I was taking off, exploring the country, and that's what I really wanted to do. Anyway, I wanted to explore and not settle down. Because <clears throat> if I was worthy, I would have been wearing a suit and tie, making some money, and. Never exploring again, most likely. I mean, I would have explored, I guess, marriage and fatherhood and things like that, maybe. But I really wanted to explore. And I got to. And 
and that helped make me who I am today. Because it'd be hard with a family to deal with something all by yourself. Like when you're out in the middle of nowhere all by yourself and something comes up. Well, you got to do it. You know. Luckily, I was always on a winning team, so... Being out there with God also made me on a winning team. It's like a, a couple different times. I was out in precarious situations where had a lesser man been around with my other lesser man that was with me uh, when the question is are we going to die out here I'm like no well we're out of water and I'm like well yeah but we're just now out of water <laughs> you know you can go another three days without it At one time this guy was just like, really? Ate up with it. And he was new to the whole thing. And he thought he was out in the middle of nowhere. And I remember letting him carry on for a minute about dying. And him, like, how can you be so sure that we're not going to die? And I did my, you know, well, number one, dude, you know, I got God and Jesus. And I think there's a plan for me. And it is not dying out here with your dumb ass. So, I'm, I'm good there. Well, what a parade of God. And I'm like, well, dude, uh, how about we're a mile from the house? <laughs> He's like, what? I'm like, yeah, we're a mile. I know you can't see it from here, and it looks like we're out in the middle of nowhere. I was like, but dude, we're 20 minutes from the house if we keep walking the way we're walking. And he's like, really? I'm like, yeah, dude. So we're not going to die? like, <laughs> no. I was like, you can sit down right here and die. You know. I'll come back up here later tonight. Check on you. Bring you some water. Or else, dude, you can just suck it up. Walk without some water. Yeah, we were we were out longer than we should have been. and But like I said, we were a lot closer to safety. That was something else about being out in the desert. You know, I could be six miles from the center of town and taking somebody out there. And they would think that we were a hundred. A hundred miles. I mean, a trip out there in a car takes a little bit of time because you can't do 75 miles an hour. Got to go up and down. Anyway, yeah, they would... Remember, like, taking them up and be like, man, look, or point my finger and be like, see that? Or like, yeah, and I'm like, that's the mouth of Moab right there. What? I'm like, yeah. That's Moab right there, dude. I was like, that's probably like four miles, actually, from where we're standing. It might be a six-mile drive from here to there. But we're like four miles. And I'll be like, and look way over there on the horizon. You see that hole in that arch? Can you see that arch way over there? They're like, oh my god, I can see an arch way over there. Oh, that was cool. We should, everybody ought to go there. I saw them advertising for a, uh, 
train ride from Denver to Moab. And I've always said that was the prettiest road thing I've ever been on. It was freaking beautiful. If you could do that, do it. I took it, you know, going back and forth across country. But when I went through there, it just blew my mind. Anything like any western kind of thing you ever thought about. If you like, like westerns, take that. It is cool. I saw like a herd of elk running on snow covered tracks in front of the train. This big old train and I was in this big old horseshoe turn on the Colorado River. So and I was at the back of it but I'm looking in this turn so I could see way up in front now because it's like a C U and see that herd of elk running right in front of the tracks or the train I was like that is cool and it was snow covered in that memory they go through something like Hell's Gorge when you get down to Colorado that's pretty cool and then where you stop off at in uh, Moab is uh you're close to Sago Canyon. You're in like Thompson. And uh, it's a ghost town there. There's a real ghost town in the back. And then there's kind of like a real ghost town up by the train tracks too. Where I guess that's in like Greenville. Anyway. Anywho. What was it? That's right. You are not my boss. Remember that. You're my hobby. And I just wanted to get on here and talk with you all for a little while. The man arrested in attack on Nancy Pelosi's husband. He's he's facing charges. Wonder if he uh, was invited in. Wonder what happens here. Seems like they ought to know by Monday. This is the Russian Black Sea Fleet may have lost another flagship. Oh, that can't be good for Putin. He don't. He don't like that kind of thing. You know what I mean? I ain't cool. Or the Ukraine, I really don't care. I don't. I think both of them are creeps. But I I would work out a deal with Russia. But you know who's been over there dealing with the Ukraines is old Biden and his boy. Stirring up the big old poop bucket. Well, here's one I'd like to see here. Jake Paul versus Anderson Silva. Free live stream prelims, so you can watch the all that. I hope to see uh, Anderson Silva. I don't know if it's a boxing match, but Anderson Silva's like forty-seven. 
Jake Paul's like 25, 27. They both got some knockout power, I guess. But I, I like to see Anderson Silva knock out old uh, Jake Paul. Though I was hoping Jake Paul would knock out whether uh, oh poop can't think of his name I want to say Reese Weatherspoon but I know it ain't right (laughs) (coughs) (coughs) I would love to see him get knocked out but I'd like to see uh, Jake Paul get knocked out I know that's not very Jesus-like, but you know, I'm trying to be like Jesus. I ain't. I sure ain't. Well, I was looking for something. Here's when daylight saving time ends in Florida. I'm not going to click on that. They keep talking about it, but... What's it say? Did Obama say, don't underestimate Joe's ability to screw things up? And he says the F word. Obama said the F word. And the claim says, uh, former U.S. President Barack Obama once said of U.S. President Joe Biden don't underestimate Joe's ability to screw things up. They fact-checked that at Snopes. Says it's unproven. You can't prove he said it. And, uh, like I said, I listened to Obama talking about tonight and then I was on Twitter so I was seeing people like oh what a great orator I'm like oh that sounds gay I mean I know what an orator is but with the left words that I think mean one thing could mean something else to them I don't assume that just because my reality Black means black and white means white and the sky's blue. That don't mean that uh, you know who. Oh, I do have a uh, kind of a special thing. Because I've talked about the old Mandela effect, right? And I'm not a big believer in that by any means. But there is one of them, one in particular, well, maybe two, there are two, and uh, one was the whole Mandela dying in prison. I was one who thought he died in prison, but I was also under the impression that I maybe had mixed that up and saw it in a movie, and I thought it was in the day after. 
But it was not in that movie the day after the old nuclear war thing back in the day. But I want to say it was in something else. So I'm still looking for that. And then the other was uh, uh, the Ed McMahon and the um, publisher Clearinghouse. Publisher Clearinghouse sweepstake, right? Where Ed would, you'd buy some magazines and they would pick your name out. I remember you'd take these little stickers and lick them and put them down. I want to get uh, uh, Odyssey magazine and Astronomy magazine. And oh, I only got to get it for three bucks a, for six months. Great! <clears throat> And then the Mandela Effect came out, and and they're like, nope, that never happened, and I looked it up. And, uh, you can't find where Publisher Clearinghouse will say that they hired Ed McMahon. They will say that they did not hire Ed McMahon. So, uh, I'm like, well, poo, how's that? So, uh, I was watching, let me, uh, pause this, so I was watching the, um, news radio, I had old, I can't think of their names right now, Dave Nelson, maybe, Vicky, something another, <laughs> Joe Rogan was in it, but he wasn't a main character. And um, oh, Andy Dick. And I was watching it was season two, so this was back in say the late nineties. And I hear this right here. I was like, huh? So I recorded it for you. Um, okay, well, listen, hey, can you at least tell me who's been charging uh, magazine subscriptions to the uh, station? That was me, Dave. Okay, who else? Come on, I've had like 93 subscriptions last month alone. Those were all mine, Dave. Thank you, everybody. What? Well, I'm trying to win the publisher's clearinghouse sweepstakes, okay? I'd like to be the first psychotic nymphomaniac to get a big check from Ed McMahon. <laughs> All right, look, Beth, I know you've had a rough day. I know this has been very hard on you. And I know you've heard this before, but I'm going to say it again because it's important, all right? You do not have to subscribe in order to be eligible for the publisher's clearance. <laughs> so there you go. That was, you know, mainstream TV. And you can go find the uh, Golden Girls... Saying it, uh, designing women, all of them making references. I even saw one where Johnny Carson makes a reference to Ed McMahon about it, but Ed doesn't really say anything. But that was on the Tonight Show. 
Well, what do you think about that? Now, there's a bunch of them, but the only two that I really am all in on was the Mandela. Like I said, I remember hearing about him dying in prison. I remember seeing footage of, like, the prison riot in my head. And, uh, one of these days, I think I'm going to see the movie that that happened in. <clears throat> and then plus the Ed McMahon publishers. Because so I went to my honey, and she don't care about Mandela effects or any of the other stuff. She just roll with whatever my opinion is at the time on whatever. Uh, so, you know, when I told her about the Mandela effect, but I was like, no, it don't matter. I was like, but how about this? You know, and I tell her about, you know, do you remember the publisher clearinghouse? And she's like, yeah, Ed McMahon. And I'm like, yeah, I remember that too. But it didn't happen. You can't go find... Evidence from Publisher Clearinghouse. And Dick Clark, I think, was like a replacement or something. But did the, my mind play a trick on me and no, anybody around me, they all know. I've talked to people about that a few times now because I've heard about this for a few years. <clears throat> but then I was watching that rerun of news radio, which I highly remember. Re, uh, I, I think you ought to go listen to it or watch it. Got Jimmy James, he's the uh, stapler guy and office space I think he blows up the building I'm not sure but you know it's like the uh, first night I heard about oh uh Pelosi I'm talking to my honey about that and I was like well you know, from my experience, one time I know somebody that hit somebody else in the head with a hammer in their house, not the person I knew's house, they were just there, that that was a big old gay thing. And the dude with the hammer put the beating on the other guy and he, that guy's in prison to this day I was like but that was a big old gay thing and you know he didn't break in he was there and something happened and then you know it's in, why wouldn't it be a homeless freakazoid but you know when my Deductive reasoning and critical thinking and discernment kicks in. 
I'm like, really? This is billionaires row. Where's the security? Am I supposed to believe all those billionaires and millionaires are laying up in there with no security? That Pelosi don't have things in her house that she needs security for. San Francisco just safer than I think and there aren't homeless people roaming around but yeah how did a homeless dude get up there in his underwear break out the windows out, outside from what I hear but you know this is all some kind of make believe story and they We'll probably have it straight by Monday. The official rhetoric, you know. 19 hijackers. The official story. It was a terrorist at the White House. January 6th. You know, something their their stories just don't add up right. They got used to thinking that they're common core math will somehow hide the numbers. I don't know. When I look at these people, I'm like, their numbers just do not add up. Like Obama with a big old smile on his face, blaming all this happening today on Trump. They're just trying to fix it. Ain't nobody else looking out for you but us Democrats. What is Antifa? I don't even, never even heard Antifa is what they've all said. What are you talking? That don't exist. Well, whatever you want to call those people down there. You know, this is the same people trying to, you know, what's Antifa? That's not real. This is the same people going, that's not a person in the belly. How can you say that's a person? That's not a person. Have they got a job? I'm like, oh, well, they might be a liberal. It's kind of like living in their mom's basement, isn't it? might have yoga shorts on there Lululemon that's my go to hold on what is a dog Bailey what is it somebody out there got my door open my dog that don't normally growl is growling Be nice, puppy. He's waving his tail. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, my defense right here is a uh, 25-foot craftsman uh, (coughs) tape measure. It's pretty heavy. It's pretty couple pounds. I hit somebody in the head with that. 
that's my first line of fence. So I don't think my dog, he, he's too nice. He'd bark at him, but I don't think he'd bite him. Bailey. Go lay down, dog. He's a hound dog. Well, he's a good old boy. He's a rescue dog. He's got good manners. Yeah, those people out there, they're not good. They ain't none of them good. Left or the right. You know, we weren't put on this world. To be taken care of. To feel safe. think it was ever a plan but I kind of take advantage of God when I can you know he does give you superpowers gotta like those old superpowers world ain't supposed to end with any more rainbows you know when it ends here we go heaven which speaking of I had a couple Jehovah Witnesses stop by talking with me But not really getting into any of that. They're just giving me the milk right now. And, and I'm listening. I don't, I don't want to turn them away. You know, I'm like, yeah, stop on by next Saturday. We can hang out. Maybe next week we'll pull out the old Bible with them. So come on, let's go sit on the porch, brother. But I'm going to have to tell you up front. My mama made me make her a promise that I could never ever become Mormon or Jehovah Witness or Catholic. Now, no offense to anybody, but that's just my promise to my mama. I don't plan on breaking it. You know, uh, some of those, like Jehovah Witness, some of them, they don't want to take medicine. Me, I don't have a problem taking uh, aspirin. a lot of times people like that to me in my opinion Jehovah Witness Mormon almost any of them they're all Puritans to me you 
you know, I'd like to say I'd like to have just one religion, but ooh, and I'd be in charge. Doesn't that sound dangerous? But I also believe that God works in mysterious ways. Because I think I know better than Jehovah Witnesses. They're still preaching God and Jesus. Maybe not the same way I would. No. Talking to the dog. You know, and the Mormons don't do things the way I do, believe things the way I believe it, perceive it. You know, I'm, like I said, I've always had God, Jesus. So I got a different perspective on that, too. So I got my own ways. But I really don't have a rituals. I'm really against a ritual. Because there's a few things that Jesus says to look out for. But there's a few things that Jesus says. Like when you see some of that, don't. Man, I got it. They're, they're still talking about me and God, right? Yeah. Alright. Well, the only good can come out of it. When you start down that road, you all end up the same way. Somewhere. You know, but in churches... Like, uh, I don't know who it was. Maybe Peter Goodgame. Maybe. Maybe I'll ask him. But somebody was into going to other churches and... Studying with them. going to the old Bible study every week and he's like after spending you know many many nights at the Bible study with this cult at this point you know Bailey quit thank you Lay down. Good boy. I like it when he's a good boy. I know I, I... I tell him I encourage people to be bad dogs, though. I was like, you be a good boy. Hey, you gotta go back over there and look. But... And even, you know, the church I grew up in, I eventually grew out of that. And I haven't spent a whole lot of time in churches since then. And then I listen to people like Rush Dizdar. People like, uh, oh, Marquis, uh, can't think of his name, Poopy. But churches do things. But then here recently, 
Oh, yeah, I a little calling to go. I didn't have a calling to go to the old Kingdom Hall. Go to the Tabernacle. But I think it might be time to go into church and sit down see how my fellow brothers and sisters are doing what you all got going on in here would you like to talk to me could I tell you about Jesus cause I am the guy years ago like well who would Jesus bomb room for Christians wanting to bomb Baghdad but you know I had a feeling Saddam Hussein didn't have anything to do with the Twin Towers not really no but my Christian brothers and sisters at the time were like, I'll just bomb them. And I remember making a comment about bombing them. And I'm like, well, you know, if I was having a bad day, I'd turn a lot of sand into glass overnight. You know, when you think about it, though, we got to take an extra step sometimes as a believer in God and Jesus. Be like, oh, yeah, what would you want me to do? Oh, love my enemy. Thank you. Thank you again. Thank you, Jesus. Because a little butthole inside of me don't want to do that, but... I believe in you. I believe you are the answer. The good news. Since I don't know everything, and I got all my faith in you, I'm rolling with it, okay? I'm all in. So sometimes there's not time for hatred or anger depression sad yep sometimes well heck I just thought I'd let you know if you'd like to get a hold of me you could do that at Nuclear Knucklehead at Yahoo.com Nuclear Knucklehead at Yahoo.com I'm on BitChute too. I should put stuff on YouTube. I don't. I'm on uh, 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 Twitter. Yeah. Look on there, found me. I'm trying to post things. 
But here recently on Twitter, I'm like looking through there, and I see I just see a bunch of liberal people up there too, and I'm like, I can't even. I enjoy seeing my my kind of opinions on there, but I don't like seeing anything but mine. So I just don't even need to be on there. I remember I did go through and block George Decay though. It was like, okay, I can't even. I don't even want to see his. When I see his stuff, it just pisses me off. That ain't how I need to be. So I'm like, bam. See you later, George. I love you in Star Trek, though, buddy. I always will. Sulu, you the man. Who likes men, and that's okay. I don't care. Not my, my thing. Even Jesus says for me not to worry about what that guy's doing. If I don't like it. I just don't have to be around him. Maybe I'll unblock him and just always say, I love you, man. Jesus loves you. Maybe I'll do that. I think that's what I'll do. To all the rest of Jesus loves you. Holler at me sometime. Call me. Do a little shaking of my, my thumb and my pinky. Call. Oh, my. Oh, we got hair. Oh, that's Mr. Bill. That's Mr. Bill's text tone. In case you were wondering, a couple of other people. Like Tim. Tim from Let's Get Jacked Up on the French Radio Network.com. French Radio Network.com. And if you could. If you're in the mood to help somebody out, help out old Johnny with the FriendsRadioNetwork.com. I mean, he does most of that all by himself anyway, but anything helps. Some people do send him money or <clears throat> food stamps. I'm not sure. They might send him food stamps. I could be wrong about that. Could be. That's pro- I probably am because that's probably illegal. And Johnny wouldn't do anything that's illegal. True that. Though he might pick his nose and wipe it underneath the truck seat at work. But that's okay. Nuclear Knucklehead at Yahoo.com. FringeRadioNetwork.com. And uh, don't forget our my buddy Guy Fox. John Umachata. Check him out. One of these days we'll be doing another show... But until then, I am the nuclear, nuclear, nuclear knucklehead. And I'm coming to you live from the very tip top of Crawford Mountain. And until next time, I'll see you then.
check it out, hey, 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 check it out.